Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, this is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, coming to you today with the master key, unlocking and liberating the rear you. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, how the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. And sometimes it's not so much blinded not believing in God, but it is that, but blinded not believing in you. Believing who God has made you, who God has created you to be. So they, today we are so grateful to the Lord for the Lord allowing you to be part of um, the Master Key today. Uh, those of you that's calling in, uh, uh, area code 347-237-5493, that's our regular guest calling number. Those that have any questions that you want to ask us, you can call in our uh, 800 number, which is 877-537-3321 if you have any questions. Of course, you can always uh, blog, and so I'm kind of getting um, a handle on the blog. So uh, we'll see if this computer is going to uh, cooperate with us today, and we look forward to uh, uh, dialoguing with you today. Have a great uh uh, program scheduled for today. Let me get some uh, announcements out of the way real quick, if you will. Uh, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, we are going to be in the Orlando area, Mount Dora, Florida. We're going to be at um, Dr. and Pastor Crusine. We're going there to uh, do a prophetic training there and help establish prophetic teams in their house. I'm believing that the supernatural is going to break out in their house and throughout that region. So if you know anyone in the Orlando area, still not too late, go to the website and you can sign up uh, for this uh, prophetic training in the uh, Orlando area. That's going to be November the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. unless the Spirit of the Living God changes. And, uh, and then on Saturday, of course, we will be there from 9 to around about 1. depends on how the Lord work it out. And maybe a little later because we added some additional things to our uh, activations. But we're looking forward to being there uh, uh, to help them uh, be established in uh, the prophetic. Also, uh, you do not want to miss this upcoming meeting. Matter of fact, the week after next, November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, we're going to be uh, at the beautiful uh, Embassy Suites Hotel. The airport location, uh, Miami airport location, that's 3974 South River Drive, Miami, Florida. Once again, that's the Embassy Suites Hotel. That's the airport, Miami airport location, 3974 South River Drive. Listen, we are two dynamite, great, powerful, anointed men of God. You do not want to miss this meeting. Matter of fact, if anyone that you know that is challenged in their body, Anyone that you know that need a miracle in their relationships, a miracle in their finances, God has been working tremendous miracles in the lives and through the lives of these two men of God. We're going to be having Demetrius, uh, Bishop Demetrius Senegal. He's really a, a, a tremendous prophet of God, have a word of knowledge that is second to none, that God uses him mightily. And also we're going to be having Pastor Howard Brigham of Living Waters Evangelistic Ministry in uh, Long Island, New York. A uh, tremendous man of God. He's a revivalist. Um, if you've been kind of dead, even also in your spiritual life, uh, God used this man to stir you out up and get you back on pace and on course. But God has been using him in some tremendous uh, miracles, some things he's been sharing with me that the Lord has done uh, through him this year. Powerful miracles. Listen, listen. this is the hour and the, and the, and the season of the supernatural for the church. It's just not for... Uh, uh, apostles and prophets and evangelist pastor teacher. God wants to use you. Come to these meetings. Be a part of this meeting. Come sit 
in the presence of the grace of God that's going to be released in our midst. And I pray to God that when you come leave these meetings, that you're going to leave these meetings fluid in the supernatural. That's my faith. That's my prayer. Uh, we're, on a, we're in a season of prayer, uh, fasting and prayer right now. Uh, today, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday will be ended now with fast uh, for this particular uh, uh, month. The last Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we're fasting and prayer, and we will we'll believe in God for a supernatural encounter. Uh, not just in areas of the prophetic, but signs, wonders, and notable miracles, we believe is going to break out in these meetings. That's why I want you, I don't care who it is, if they're sick, they're challenging their body, I don't care what the sickness or disease is, get them here. Uh, uh, we have seen tumors dry up through these men of God's ministry. We have seen creative miracles take place through these men of God's ministry. The grace of God is working mightily in them. The grace of God is working mightily through them. You need to be there. Get your family and friends out to this meeting. That's November the 9th, 10th, and 11th at uh, the Embassy Suites Hotel, the airport, Miami airport location. Once again, that's 3974 South River Drive in Miami. If you have any questions concerning it, you can go to the website or you can call the administrative office at area code 305-698-0765, If you have any questions, call the administrative office. So uh, I'm really excited and in the spirit of expectancy, and I just believe in God is going to break open through you. I believe revival is going to break out. And, and when I say revive, I'm not talking about a church service. I'm talking about an encounter with Jesus. I believe that you're going to experience an encounter with him, and you're going to take that back home, and I believe the Holy Ghost is going to break out in your home. I believe the Spirit of God is going to fall, fall on your spouse, fall on your children. When you go to work, that the Spirit of God is going to fall uh, uh, on the people, your peers, your boss on the job, and I believe your, your job, uh, your business is going to flourish like number before because of what God is going to do with you and through you through this particular meeting. Listen, uh, uh, you, uh, you should know by now we have changed our schedule, uh, the unlocking, the liberating, the real you. I, you, I was uh, Monday and Tuesday and and uh, Friday at 1 p.m. By the mere fact that I see you online already, that you know that we have changed to the p.m., uh, only on Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 to 7, and on uh, Fridays, uh, 1 p.m. On Wednesday, you have Kathy and myself, we come together, uh, releasing, uh, uh, no, that's Saturday, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself here, the order of kingdom relationships. Kathy and myself, we come together and we talk about our marriage, parenting, uh, we're transparent, share with you things that we've gone through, how we overcame, and maybe some things we still being challenged with with one another. Uh, we allow ourselves to get missed it, and we come back together. The goal is Jesus Christ being made manifest in our relationships. He's the only one that can sustain us. Uh, no one can make it without him. He is the ultimate. And so when Kathy and I miss it, it's because we got our eyes off Jesus and put our eyes on one another. So we're pretty transparent because we want to help you. We want to help you. And so, therefore, we share our life stories with you and share what the Lord has done in our lives. We've been married 25 years, going on 26. Uh, we'll be 26 years uh, uh, in the month of February. The 14th, we'll be celebrating uh, 26 years. So uh, that's on Wednesdays. And on Thursdays, you have Prophet Kathy, uh, Kingdom Women, uh, Women of the Kingdom. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to guess this thing. I don't even have it before me right now. But Women of the Kingdom. And so she uh, will share a dynamic word uh, with the ladies, uh, uh, single as well as married women of God, uh, uh, being raised up to be dynamic uh, influencers in uh, this natural world. God still have women of integrity. God still have women of character. God still have women of excellence. God still have women that uh, love God with all of their heart, mind, soul, and strength, and women that is learning how to submit themselves to their husbands because uh, they love God. And have nothing to do with their husbands, have everything to do because they have a passion for God. And Saturday, uh, uh, we had a, a great time on this Saturday, uh, the order, of, um, it's not the order of kingdom relationship, the master key, uh, releasing the supernatural. We're creating a page uh, on our website, uh, those uh, that desire prophetic press retreat. Now listen to me. You need to go and take advantage of this now because the way we do things is going to shift. It's going to change. So uh, uh, we, we uh, have developed some prophetic teams 
to be able to speak into your life. We're getting the the um, the way we do it down. We're trying to perfect that. Uh, we did uh, 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 speak into some people's lives on Saturday, but the recording did not come out the way we desired. So we got to look at a better method of um, recording the prophetic word that we speak over your life so we can uh, uh, email you or put it on CD and send it to you in the mail. So we're still working through some kinks and trying to perfect that. Um, um, but in, that's a courtesy. Now, we don't have to do that. That's a courtesy. We're here to serve you. Our desire is to see the divine and perfect will of God to be done and performed in your life. Now, once again, those of you that want to call in, have any questions, uh, our 800 number is 877-537-3321. Our regular guest call-in number is area code 347-237-5493. All right. Well, uh, today I have uh, uh, someone that is uh, uh, special to me. I have one of my spiritual sons uh, that's been with us uh, today, and I asked him to join us. Uh, he uh, uh, is a dynamic uh, man of God, uh, and uh, uh, God is doing some awesome things with him. God has done some great things in his life. And what I love about uh, our guest uh, today is uh, um, the process that God has uh, taken him through and for him to get to know God in a more intimate way, in a more personal way. And uh, he's, a, he's a dynamite husband, dynamite father, and, uh, and a great uh, man of God. We want to talk about the prophetic today. Uh, he's gone through uh, um, uh, several hours of prophetic training. Uh, God used him prophetically. Uh, I'm going to have I'm going to introduce him and have him to uh, give you some uh, um, some background information uh, where God has taken him from and uh, and where God has him at this present time. Uh, he's he's played in the NFL, played and coached in the NFL uh, for 13 years. So, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you, uh, my son in the Lord. Uh, he's been ordained. Uh, uh, as an uh, evangelist, uh, matter of fact, we ordained him a couple of years ago, about three years ago, ordained him uh, as an evangelist. And, uh, and his evangelism, evangelistic thrust is going to be a little different than that what people really actually think the evangelists are operating. But God has really called him to the marketplace, and God is going to raise him up to be a tremendous uh, businessman, in which he is already a businessman. Uh, but that's the area that God wants to touch, uh, use him in supernaturally in that area. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to you uh, Evangelist Jimmy Spencer. Evangelist Spencer, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. God you bless you. Good, good having you with us today. Amen. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I enjoy being on today. All right. Well, uh, we're just going to chat today. We're going to uh, just uh, uh, get comfortable and, and relax. And I want uh, those that's online uh, now I can't see the chat. I don't know what uh, what the deal is with uh, my my uh, computer today. You know I've been kind of having some problem with this computer, and uh, but I'm on my laptop and I can't even see the chat. But uh, if you have any questions, I'd rather for you to call in and uh, uh, for Evangelist Spencer uh, and uh, uh, concerning his relationship with the Lord, concerning the prophetic, concerning uh, playing in NFL. You may have some children uh, that is. Um, also, uh, that play sports and uh, and may have some questions for, uh, for him in areas of sports. But I'm going to share this with you. He's a man of God. <laughs> he is a man of God. And so we may even have some parents that may have some questions for him uh, concerning the process that God has taken him through. Matter of fact, he's an author as well. Uh, he's an author and uh, 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 awesome book. Uh, matter of fact, uh, talking about his life. And everybody really need to get a, a copy of that book. You can he can tell you how you can get a copy of that. Matter of fact, we have a few copies uh, uh, left as well at at the church there. But um, he can give you uh, his direct information how you can get a copy of his book. It really will encourage you, especially if you those of you that's been challenged in any kind of capacity of your life. Uh, it will be a blessing to you. Uh, eventually, go ahead and, and, and share with us if you will. Uh, uh, let me ask you, how long have you been saved? How long, you say, when when did you give your life to the Lord? Um, I gave my life to the Lord um, 
1995 when I was playing with the New Orleans Saints. And okay. I was actually... Well, how did you come about uh, that experience uh, playing in the NFL? And I know giving your life to the Lord <laughs> uh, in, in, in any kind of professional sports with all the kinds of uh, uh, temptations and uh, acclimates and all the things that is offered to a professional athlete, sometimes it, to, to look uh, look at that seems like it would be very difficult for somebody to give their life to Christ. But how did you come about giving your life to Christ? Yes, yes. Uh, as I stated, um, I was with the New Orleans Saints. And, of course, you know uh, New Orleans is for Mardi Gras, it's a partying city. And so, as you said, I mean, the temptations is very high in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um I can remember one day on a Sunday day uh, evening, um, a couple of my buddies called me, and everybody used to hang out on the lakefront, what have you, and they called me and said, hey, are you on your way? And I said, I'm on my way. So as I picked up my keys and I just, and heading to my garage to get in my truck, I tried to unlock my truck. Could not, the truck would not open, and I'm looking at the, uh, the latch, and the latch is open, so I don't understand why it wouldn't open. And I heard this voice telling me to go back into the house. And I just ignored the voice, and I kept grabbing on the door, and it would not open. And I heard the voice again strongly telling me to go back into the house. And it was so real, I started looking around the garage, and I thought someone was in the garage with me. And I heard it again, so I, I just decided to go back in, couldn't unlock the door, didn't know what was going on, but I heard this voice. So I walked into the house, had no idea why I was going back in the house, why was this voice speaking to me so clear like this, and had no idea it was even God. And set my keys down, walked and just sat down on my sofa, and the Spirit of the Lord hit me. And I knew it was him, and I just started weeping and crying, and I just started talking to the Lord, and I asked him to get me out of New Orleans. Wow. And that's how how I... Encounter the Lord, and a lot of my buddies, friends, cousins, everybody, they thought that something was wrong with me. They thought it was some type of death or something was going on with me in my life. And, it, you know, how can you leave, how can you turn your life over to God just like that? It, you know, but what they didn't understand, what was so powerful about it, I was in the prime of my career. I was making some serious money. I was a starting cornerback. I was doing everything. Everybody loved me. The newspaper. I, I mean, I was at the top of my career when God called me, and I said, yes, Lord. Wow. That's powerful. And for the simple reason, you're at the top of your career. You're in your prime. you starting. Yes. And, yes. And, and when you encounter God, what, what, I, what I'm hearing from you, it had to be similar to what Saul experienced on the road to Damascus. Uh, yes. Saul was um, had zeal for God, but he didn't know that he was coming against God. But when he met God on the road to Damascus, his life was forever changed. And the, and the yes. chapter that uh, uh, blesses me concerning Paul is Philippians 3, when it talks about he count all things done that they might win Christ. Now, how many people making that kind of serious money, you had to have an encounter with God for you yes. to uh, 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 do what you did and to say what you said when you're in your prime and you're starting, how many people get a – I mean, you can't – the odds is against you uh, becoming a professional uh, 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 athlete anyway. But to be yes. a starter in the NFL, that, that's that's almost – people will, in the natural, kill to, uh, to uh, be in the position that you was in. So you had to have a real encounter with God in order to experience that. That's powerful. That's how yes, yes. What, what happened? Uh, uh, did God get you out of New Orleans? Yes. Uh, actually, it was actually my contract year. So at the end of the season, my contract was up. I had offered it to either stay or to leave because I was what you call a free agent. So it was up to me if I wanted to take the offer that New Orleans was giving me or I can say no and take off and go somewhere else. And as the contract came up, it was a huge contract. <laughs> And I could have stayed to take the money, but I knew I would be out of the will of God because I knew I had had an encounter with God in that garage that day. So I believe God had to put that much money on the table just to see if I would trust him 
and because I asked him to get me out of New Orleans. Now here it is, all these millions of dollars on here. Do I go with God or do I stay in New Orleans with all these millions of dollars? So of course I decided to leave. I took less amount of money to get out of New Orleans, and even when I was deciding not to come, the head coach at the time was Jim Moore uh, Sr. He would call my house. He would call my cell phone. He would call my agent. He would even call my mother trying to get me to stay. Wow. So it was so much pressure on me. But when you hear the word of when you hear the voice of God, I mean, it, it made it easy for me. No, mo- no amount of money was able to keep me there in New Orleans. So I decided now, to leave. I, and I, go ahead. Now, I want everybody to hear what the Lord is saying through this man of God today. Because that's the that's how the enemy manipulates us. He he try to manipulate us and deceive us and trick us to try to go after the filthy lucre or to go after the money and not go after God. But that's why now now we're gonna we're gonna get this a little later. Now I didn't know uh, uh, Evangelist Spencer, but I knew and I uh, I don't forget when the first time I prophesied over his life. But I knew that God was going to and 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 really. Everything that God has spoken have not come to pass, but things that I seen from the first time I seen him, uh, I know that he's going to be a ma- he's going to be a major player, and what God is going to do in this last hour economically, because that's how God does it. He will see are you willing to give up the money, so him for him to be able to give you the money. See if you're not willing to give up the money that is offered to you to obey God then money will control you, then God can't trust you with money. That's how I, one of the ways I know for a fact. Matter of fact, this is my first time hearing hearing your whole story. I never heard this part before, but uh, 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 I heard little bits and pieces that you shared with me. But it's my first time hearing the whole story of how God transitioned you out of, of, of New Orleans. That's powerful. Listen, uh, those of you that have any questions for Evangelist Spencer, uh, you can call in area code 347 Two three seven five four nine three, or you can call our one eight hundred number eight seven seven five three seven three three two one. All right. So, and, and those of you that has uh, already online, that's already called in. I think you have to press the uh, the number one uh, button on your phone. That will get you in. So we'll be able to open up open it up for you to be able to ask any questions that you have concerning Evangelist Spencer. Uh, that's, that's fascinating, uh, Evangelist Spencer, because that encounter has led you to other encounters uh, with the Lord. And I know we only have an hour and we don't have a, a lot of time, but I, I want to try to get – we're going to have you back on anyway. But uh, And this was – a lot of people didn't know we were going to have you on today. It was just at the last minute that the Lord dealt with me this morning when I woke up and I called you and actually be my guest. Uh, the next time we will have it set up where we'll send out advertisements so we have, uh, people will know that you're going to be on. But they need to, they can always go to the iCards and listen to this right here because uh, powerful. Uh, uh, your encounter, tell me this right here, if you will. Uh, uh, you got saved, but how did you uh, ever encounter, how did you come into the acknowledgement of the prophetic? Uh, uh, you, you're a tremendous man of God. God uses you mightily. Uh, in the prophetic, uh, God has really graced you with that gift. But how did you come into, you were saved, playing in the NFL, uh, but how did you encounter uh, the prophetic? Well, I, I tell you what, Apostle, um, I had no idea about the prophetic. I mean, grew up in the church, went to church all the time. My mom sending me to Baptist training union, just anything about church. <laughs> my mom had me and my sister in it. Um, but I had no idea. I didn't know anything about the prophetic. But during my career, my whole 13 years as a as a player and also five years as a coach, God was using me, and I had the prophetic inside of me and didn't know I was using it through my career. And okay, what I mean by that is when I played the game, I would literally hear this voice when I'm on the field. And the voice would tell me what to do, where to go, where the ball was coming. And it, 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 was, it was amazing because I can remember when we played Chicago Bears, uh, just to give you a short story. 
And it's, it's third down and 15, third and long. So my coach made a call that would have us playing deep so they wouldn't make a first down. So I, right before the play, I'm standing out there waiting on the receiver to come out, and I hear this voice telling me he's not going to throw the ball no further than six yards. So I'm, I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. don't even know I'm talking to God. I'm saying <laughs> to myself, well, it's third and 15. I can't sit at six yards. I have to get deep. And all this, I have five seconds, and all this going through my mind very fast and very quick. And right before God gave me an answer in, in, in telling me where the ball to go, the Lord gave me revelation. The Lord said, within, I mean, this is all within like a half a second. The Lord said, okay, he's not going to throw it deep because this guy, he's scared. He doesn't want to throw it deep. He's going to throw it short because he's going to be afraid of people trying to hit him. And all this is going on right before the ball snap. And I stopped and let the guy run by me, and the quarterback threw the ball right to me. Wow. It, it was amazing. And I intercepted the ball. So now let me show you how God did this thing. Within five seconds, he spoke to me, told me everything, went against everything that the defense said to do. So now I have to trust the defense or I have to listen to God. <laughs> so I listened to God. The ball came to me. We get the ball. We win the game. And not only that, that ball is a $25,000 ball because God had it in my contract. Every ball that I catch is $25,000. So that's wow. a $25,000 ball. So now I make my regular pay plus a $25,000 bonus, <laughs> okay? Wow. And, but, it was, but this was happening all the time through my career where God would say, okay, go here. It's coming that way. And, and, but I decided back in New Orleans when God said leave, I left. So it was a pattern that God was doing to see if I'm going to continue to trust him, and it was all the way through my career I can give you numerous stories where God has said, do this, go here, stay there. The ball is coming there. Don't go there, go here. And and then once I, once I realized all this stuff, uh, I can't remember um, the, day, the, the year that I met you and God had me to come to Panorama Christian Center for the first time, and I was searching for God. And I kept, when I lived in Fort Lauderdale, I kept saying to God, I know there's more than just church, just coming to church. I need more, Lord. I need more. And I kept praying and kept asking God for more. And as he brought me to Panorama Christian Center, and when I saw you and I started hearing you talking about the prophetic and you started talking about you have the prophetic, not just the pastor, not just yourself, but you were talking to the congregation, telling everybody that we have it in us. And as you were speaking, God started taking me back all through my career and showing me the times where it was prophetic when I trust him. And you were actually talking about it while God was revealing it to me. Wow. And and breaking it down to me, and that's when I truly started understanding the prophetic. Now, I want everybody to listen to uh, uh, understand what is being said here. Notice that God started dealing with him, but he didn't know it was God supernaturally when he obeyed the supernatural encounter. When he obeyed God and left New Orleans, took less money, the spirit of the living God, uh, the reason I want you all to understand this because this is what God wants to do with you. He wants to use you just like this on your job. Yes. This must become a lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen. Those years on, yes. It must become a lifestyle. The voice of God is not for church. The voice Amen. of God is for every day. So therefore, here's this man of God, a professional football player, and uh, then what I'm hearing, the Holy Spirit understands football. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. The Holy Spirit understands football, basketball, baseball. So therefore, that means you can be a supernatural player. Yes. You have an advantage. We need to teach our children this. My, 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 when my wife started homeschooling my kids, uh, uh, and that's one of the things that immediately if we start getting them, uh, before they would come, ask them, uh, ask my wife about a problem or or, or, or answer to a situation. She would say, did you ask the Holy Spirit? No. Then you go back to the Holy Spirit. Yes. The 
Holy Spirit is your teacher, not me. The Holy Spirit is your God, not me. So we start developing with our children uh, uh, at a very young age, and, and, and even though uh, they still do that, but we're trying to get them to do this for life, not for school and not for church, but every day. So, yes. so they, when they do get a job, they will depend on the Holy Spirit on that job. Just like this man of God, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit starts sharing him. And what I love about it, the Holy Spirit already knows the thoughts that enter into your mind before they enter into your mind. So that means the Holy Spirit knew the thoughts that entered into that quarterback's mind before it entered that quarterback's mind. And God revealed the thoughts of the quarterback uh, uh, to the man of God, uh, said, no, he's not going to go long. He's going to throw this thing short. But it don't make no sense, God. That's the way that God works. It yeah. never makes sense. And just to he tell you this, uh, Apostle, not to cut you off, just to tell you this, when I played against, every time I played against the Seattle Seahawks, they had a quarterback by the name of John Kidner. Every time I played him, he would literally throw me the ball every single time I played him. It don't matter <laughs> where I am on the field, as soon as I touch that field against Seattle Seahawks, I already know John Kipner, the quarterback, is going to throw me the ball, period. Wow. Wow. Are you all hearing this? This is supernatural, ladies and gentlemen. This is supernatural. This man of God had a supernatural encounter with God, and so therefore he belonged to God, and God wanted to show him. And, and, and not only that, now, now what you need to tell the people is just right here. Think about it. Now, uh, uh, when you got drafted, now you oh, really yes. was supposed to be in the league 13 years. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, uh, share with them uh, 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 that people that went before you, drafted yes. before you, and did not last as long as you. How did that happen? Yes, yes. Let's, let's take it back. Coming out of high school, I was all everything, all American, all state, you name it. Played in the Florida, Georgia All-Star Game. So I was highly, highly recruited coming out of Glade Central High School in Belle Glade, Florida. Uh, people said um, I wouldn't do anything in college. I signed with the University of Florida, played with the University of Florida with Emmett Smith. We were freshman brothers together at the University of Florida. Now, those three years, for the first three years, I did not play. Did you hear me, ladies and gentlemen? For the first three years, you're talking about a highly recruited athlete. I did not play at all. So now I knew I can play. I knew I was fast. I knew I was gifted, but the hand of the Lord was on my life. I did not play for three years, okay, but I, I believe I continue to trust. The, my senior year, <clears throat> the, coaches got, the coaches got fired. They brought in Steve Spurrier, which is one of the top college coaches, and he's the head coach of University of South Carolina right now. He came in at the University of Florida. It was his first year. It was my last year. After one practice, the coaches told me they had no idea why they were not playing me those first three years. They thought I was in some type of trouble or what have you. They couldn't believe it. They said, you are the starter, period. So I played one year, my senior year. The whole newspaper saying I wouldn't get drafted, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that, but I knew I was going to get drafted. They drafted me in the eighth round of that year. There were four players drafted higher than me that year. Those four players went on to play. My roommate played for the Dallas Cowboys on those three Super Bowls, and he won three Super Bowls. Those guys did not play in the NFL as long as I did. They played maybe, I think the longest one guy played was eight years. Now, the Lord blessed me not to be drafted, and it's just one year playing, to be drafted. I was on the practice squad with the Washington Redskins, got cut that year, still believing and trusting God. They called me back, and 13 years later, I played for the New Orleans Saints. I played for the San Diego Chargers. I played for the Cincinnati Bengals. I played for the Denver Broncos. And this is 13 years, and in 2003, the Lord blessed me with being the only African-American to play as a coach and as a player at the same time. The last person that did it was back in 1970. And I played wow. and coached at the same time. 
and also coached for five years with defensive backs. I coached players like Champ Bailey, John Lynch here in Denver, Colorado. And all of this is all this adversity. You're not going to be able to play college football, play for the University of Florida. You're not going to play in the NFL. Got drafted. You're not going to do this. And God just kept showing me. When I kept believing him, I kept trusting him. And he just kept expanding. Now, what I like about it more than anything is this right here. Because sound like to me that your whole career has been orchestrated by God and and it has been supernatural. Because yes. you, people that was drafted ahead of you did not last as long as you. First African-American that was a, became a player coach for yes. the Denver Broncos. He coached as well as played. So your whole life has been orchestrated by the spirit of the living God. And, 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 and it's powerful. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I see a lot of you have come, have come online, and I know you, you God, this, this meeting is really orchestrated by God. And, and I know the things that the man of God is articulating. I know God is speaking to certain circumstances and situations in your life. I know that for a fact because I know we are prophetic in nature. That's who I am. This, the, every show is prophetic in nature. God has this man of God on here for you. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Matter of fact, I want you to call your families and friends and get them on here that you know somebody may have been challenged. They need to hear this testimony, and they need to get this man of God's book. Matter of fact, uh, Evangelist Spencer, how could they get your book? Well, well right now, um, Apostle, I kind of sold out of them right now. So okay. we, we, I'm kind of like in, in the middle of... Um, I, I, re- I know you were revising it. Uh, getting, yeah, uh, I revised the book right now. But um, I have some more things that I still need to to do with it. Okay. Well, we have a few, only a few left. We have a few at the administrative office. So you can go to the website or you can call the administrative office if you desire. Uh, his, what's the name of your book? Tell the people about your, the name it, of your book. It is Don't Ever Quit, The Jimmy Spencer Story. And, and Apostle, let me tell this real quick um, because I'm sensing somebody on the line that's going through some things that they're down and, and a lot of adversity. Um, and when they're hurt. Um, I can remember um, before one game, I had um, I, wa- I wanted to get some water, so I went into my refrigerator, and they have, you know, I had these jugs in my refrigerator where you just punch a hole in it and you put your glass under the water and it just gives you water. So as I did that one night, I was in, with the Cincinnati Bengals, I used this knife. I had no idea this knife was extremely sharp. So this knife cut the whole jug and it sliced, some of my thumb, and I had a very bad cut. I had to go to the hospital, what have you, and I could not, I really couldn't play with that, with my thumb, my right thumb, because it was so bad, it was hurting and what have you, and I couldn't really play, didn't want to touch nobody, didn't want anybody to touch me. So here we are, we're heading up to San Francisco for, to the 49ers, and I had to cover Jerry Rice. So at this time, Jerry Rice running his route on me, and he, he has me beat in the end zone. And Steve Young throws the ball to Jerry Rice, and I saw it, and I said, there is no way I'm going to get to this ball. But I decided to give it everything I had to go after this ball. But in my mind, I wasn't going to get it. So as I took off, I just put my hand down, the hands that, you know, that I didn't want to use, that I wasn't supposed to use, and I hear the crowd screaming. The next thing I know, the ball is in my hand. I had no idea I had the ball. It intercepted the ball in the end zone. I had no idea I had the ball. So I want to speak to people that are listening right now. The Lord, regardless if you're, you're in health or whatever it may be, the Lord just wants you to continue to trust him and give your best, and the Lord will just move on your behalf. I just want to tell that story there, Apostle. That's, that's good. I'm going to tell you why. Because faith without works is dead, number one. Yes. Notice, if you wasn't willing to get on the field yes. with a, a cut thumb, God couldn't have did anything with you yes. off the field. He only could do something while you was on the field. But yes. you went on the field hurt. So yes. y'all hearing this, you may be hurt, you may be wounded, or somebody have hurt you. Yes. But God, God don't want you to get off of the playing field. He don't want you to quit. Amen. He don't want you to Amen. give up. He wants Amen. you to continue to press forward so he now 
can move on your behalf supernaturally. Now, yes. he now Evangelist Spencer said it's nowhere in the world in the natural he could have went got that ball. Yes, but that's showing you that that was a supernatural encounter, assistance by the Spirit of the Living God that aided him, empowered him, impelled him to be able to get to that uh, to that uh, where the ball was located, and he got the ball. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is what the Lord wants to do for you. I am being tremendously encouraged and blessed by the testimony of this man of God. Those of you, once again, if you uh, have any questions, you can call that 1-800 number, 877-537-3321, if you have any questions. Uh, or you can call our regular guest call-in number, area code 347-237-5493. You have to press the number 1 on your phone if you have a question. Uh, Evangel Spencer is here to be a blessing to you. Matter of fact, I'm going to have him to pray over you uh, okay. uh, before we dismiss uh, today. So you you want to uh, receive this blessing, this grace, this favor, this anointing that is on this man of God. And matter of fact, you haven't seen anything yet. He haven't seen anything yet because I know that God have him in a transition right now. And I know for the last year or two that God's been testing him. This is my grace, how God's given the ability to see the people alive, because I know that God is preparing him for something that is exceedingly abundantly above all he's able to ask or think. But I know that God is wanting to do the same thing with you. So will you trust him today? So if you have any questions with the man of God, while we got him on, you better take advantage of it. Better take advantage of it. Now, let me ask you this question here. Uh, uh, when was the first time that, uh, you start prophesying um, that uh, the Spirit of God starts speaking through you to bless other people's lives. When, when the first time you experienced that? I would I would say it would have to be um, a couple of years ago um, after I had the prophetic training um, down in uh, Miami with, with Panorama. Um, the Lord had me to speak to people. Um, I've ministered to numerous groups of people to where the Lord would show me things. Um, I can be in the grocery store. I can be anywhere. And I, I would speak to, a, like, one time I was in a Winn-Dixie, Winn-Dixie and I spoke to a lady in front of me. Let, 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 me, had, let, Vance, let me interject because this, uh, uh, okay. I want you to tell this story right here. I know you're giving me a serious okay. something, but one that come in my spirit uh, that was crystal clear, that you was at a uh, some kind of party or some kind of gathering and there was a lady that was a supervisor or or an administrator for yes. uh, sports authority. Yes. And the Lord gave you a word, revealed some things to you about either her son, cousin, or somebody. Share that with with us, if you will. Yes. Yes. Uh, this particular time I was at a, a, a executive uh, Christmas party, and my wife and I, and we were standing by the door, and we were talking with a lady that we, we uh, met, um she was a she was a high executive sports authority. She was over the regional uh sports authority out here in Denver, Colorado area. And I mean she you know, just highly up, made some nice money. Um so we were standing talking with her and the door opened because I had my back to the door and people were coming in and out. So as the door opened I just turned around, I saw this young man coming in. And the Spirit of the Lord told me that he was a Christian. So as I turned around, I said, oh, he's a Christian. And I had no idea that the guy who I was speaking of was the lady in front of me that was her nephew. And she looked at me and she said, what did you say? I said, that kid, that guy just walked in. He's a Christian. And she said, do you know him? I said, no, I have, I have no idea who he is. She said, well, how can you say that? I said, the Spirit of the Lord just told me. She said, who just? I said, the Spirit of the Lord. She said, God just told you that he's a Christian. So she thought she had me because she knew about him. She said, I said, yes, that's what God just told me. She said, well, if you don't know him, how can you say that? I said, because God just told me, who, you know, that he is a Christian. She said, well, that's my nephew, and he doesn't believe in God, and he's Jewish. I said, that's fine with me. I said, we can settle this right now. I said, you can call him over here, and he would tell you that he is a Christian. And so, of course, she called him over, 
and introduced myself to him and everything. And she was she was afraid to even mention it because she knew him and I didn't. So I saw that. So I asked him. I said, "Tell me about the first time when you turned your life over to Christ." And so he looked at me, and he said, and he told me when he turned his life over to Christ, and you should have seen the the look on his uh, aunt's face. Her face <laughs> was red. She was crying. This at a party. Tears were <laughs> running down her eyes, and she's looking at him, and she's like, I had no idea, and this and that. And he said to her, what a spirit bear witness. She said, because this man of God knew that I was a Christian, because I don't know him and he don't know me. And that next day, she turned her life over to Christ because of what she encountered that night. Are you all hearing this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you all hearing how God is using this man of God? And notice now, I need you all to understand, everybody's call is different. Everybody's assignment is different. Now, Evangelist Spencer's assignment is really to the business arena. That is the, that is the area that God has called him to. Now, and, 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 and God is going to use him power, more, uh, already use him, but even more powerfully to be able to reach millionaires and billionaires' lives. That is the call of God on his life. That's the grace of God on his life. And now here's this executive, because she encountered the supernatural interventions, yes. moving ways and sways of the Holy Ghost, because God revealed to the man of God that her nephew was saved, and, and, she, and she had no clue that he was saved because he was a Jew. Yes. My God. This is what God want to do through you, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. This is what he want to do through you. And that young lady gave her life to the Lord. And, and, yes. and I had no, a lot of things coming back to my mind now. I know the Lord just told me to have you online today because God knew who was going to be online. Amen. Be on this broadcast today. He already knew uh, who was going to be here, who needed to hear what the Lord God is articulating through this man of God. I'm going to show you all another thing that has come to my spirit. I remember you shared with me that you got uh, used you to uh, minister to the owner. This is a multi-billionaire, the owners of the Broncos. And you had prayed, yeah. and I tried to set it up. Because I remember one time you called me and said uh, to pray with you that God would set it up. And, uh, yeah. and you, was in, uh, you and him was the only ones in the locker room. Shared it, if you will. Yes, sir. Um, this, this was uh, one. Of, this is when I was coaching, and I decided to, you know, leave out of my office and go down to take a shower um, to head up to leave for the night. And and I'm in the shower, and the Holy Spirit speaks to me about the owner. I said, "Well, Lord, if you create the situation, I was speaking to his life." And so the next thing I know, I come out of the shower and I come by my locker. The door opens. And guess who comes in the door? <laughs> you got it. The owner of the Denver Broncos, he comes in. Nobody else is in the locker room. No other coach but him and I, the only two in there. And so I just started laughing. I said, Lord, this is not funny. <laughs> and so I said, well, Lord, I said, if you set it up, I would do it. And so I walked over to him and I asked him, was he saved? Did he know about the Lord? And he said that he was Catholic, and he said, you know, he didn't go to uh, church or mass that much or what have you. And I asked him, can I pray for him when he accept the Lord as his Lord and Savior? And he said that he would, and I talked with him, took him through the sinner's prayer, and he accepted Jesus. And also he said he wanted me to come up to his office um, at a later date and talk with him about it then. So that's another uh miracle that God has done, and God just set me up like this all the time. Now, watch this right here. Now, why did the Lord bring that to my spirit? I'm going to tell you why. Oh, there's somebody on this line here. God has been dealing with you to go to your boss and share Jesus, and you've been afraid. Yes. I guarantee it. You're on the line right now. Guarantee it, because I know how you operate. I know how you flow. God has challenged you to go and share Christ. And all you got to do is do what God, how God used the man of God. He prayed next God to set it up. God set it up that there was nobody in the locker room but Jimmy and uh, what is his name, the owner? Uh, Pat Bolden. Pat Bolden. 
Nobody was there. God will set it up for you. Do you want to flow supernaturally? Do you want God to do some great things in your life? You've got to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Yes. Because your boss needs Jesus just like everybody in this world needs Jesus. You should yes. not be afraid. You cannot be afraid. And I take authority over the spirit of fear, and I break it off of you now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I release the boldness of Christ Jesus to arise in you. And you go forward, and you never know what God's going to do. You never know what the outcome is going to be. By you obeying God, your boss need an encounter with Jesus. Now, listen, uh, the time is almost up, but uh, many things going by too fast, events. But I've got to get Amen. you back on here. Amen. Uh, it's just too fast. Uh, yes. But there's another incident, supernatural. Because I got to, I got to have this man of God pray over you before we get off this phone. Do you want God to use you like God is using this man of God? I know you do, and I know that a lot of people are going to be disappointed that they miss this broadcast today. Because I didn't, I didn't give you any warning. I didn't let you know. I didn't advertise. But we're going to have it back on again. But there's another situation that transpired uh, uh, when Tanya, Tanya's his wife. Matter of fact, I'm gonna ask, I tell you, uh, let everybody know what your wife's name, your children's name, and everything. But his wife got uh, the last pregnancy; she was yeah. impregnated with twins, and one of the babies died. And the doctor wanted her to uh, uh, to uh, uh, have a procedure done to get rid of the baby. But tell us about that event, Spencer. Yes, uh, we you know we had lost our father um, when we got back from Cancun. And we flew to the funeral, and then after that, we kind of found out that she was uh, <clears throat> pregnant, and had no idea that it was twins. And we went to, as we went to the doctor and did the ultrasound, the doctors showed us that it was twins. And then also, what happened was, the next time we went into the doctor, the doctor tried to. This is twice he tried to get us to abort my son, the twin, because the twins were one was a girl, one one is a boy. And so he kept showing us on the ultrasound that he kept showing us, you know, there was a lot of water on his head, there was a lot of water on his neck and all this kind of stuff, and he was trying to get us to abort him not once but twice. And I said to the doctor, um, that's fine, you know, what your ultrasound is saying and everything you're saying and the medical things are saying and what have you, but I said to him, I cannot agree with that. And I said, because uh, I know that God has given us these babies. So they're going to come. They're going to be healthy. Uh, and so we don't, we're not receiving what this ultrasound is saying, and we're not aborting them, period. So as um, as time went forward, um, she actually went term with the twins. Normally you don't go term with twins. And so she went term with the, with the twins. And I can remember uh, when, when the babies were, were coming, the first one that came was my son. He came out. He was healthy, totally healthy, nothing wrong with him. Everything was perfect or what have you, and he was born. And actually, I had to use the restroom. So after he was born, I took off and ran into the restroom um, down the hallway. And so on my way back, I see all the doctors. I see the nurses. They are running into my wife's room. And I didn't freak out. I just continued to walk and continued to trust God. And as I got in there, everybody was everywhere. There were so many people in there, nurses and everything, and they said they could not find the heartbeat of my daughter that was coming. Wow. And so I just said, God, you are God. I know she's going to be fine. That heartbeat is going to start beating, and everything is going to be fine. Less than five seconds Boom, that heartbeat jumps on. They said, oh, there it is. There is. She's right there. She's fine, everything. And then she delivered 11 minutes after my son. Wow. See, yes. you, do you all see the grace of God is on this man of God's life? I'm going to do something. Uh, uh, I'm going to give one person a chance that's online right now to have the man of God pray for you in one specific area. If we don't have anybody, that's fine. 
uh, that wants, want it, then I have in the prayer general prayer. But if you want something specific, uh, just t- dial the one, those that's already online, and those that desire to call in real quick, because we only have five minutes left. We only have really uh, four minutes left. You call Erico 347-237-5493 and press the one button. And we're going to have one person, just one person. All right, I got it. Okay, we'll have him to release this on this one person. This is the first person here. So uh, I just said one person, so we're going to do, do, do this one person here. Okay, that's area code 305-321-321. What you would like the man of God to pray with you about to release in your life right now? Um, I want him to release the, his the business anointing and the anointing that's on his life. The business anointing and the anointing of God, and and, and now you gotta understand. Are you are those that's been listening? Have you been hearing this man of God's faith? So that's 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 what's causing him to function this way. He believed God. So man of God, go ahead and, and release that upon this woman of God. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I release, Father, the anointing, Father, of the workplace, Father, of the entrepreneur's place, Father, in the name of Jesus, the business owner, Father, anointing upon her this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father. And, Father, I also release the, the gifting, Father, of faith, O oh, Father God, that her faith would go to another level, Father, another level in you, O oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, and I come against the spirit of fear right now in Jesus' mighty name. I counsel the assignment and the snares of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Loose your hold against her right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I release the spirit of the anointing, Father, that you have placed on my life, Father, that it would be on her life, Father, no matter what, Father, come against her, that she may persevere, that she may go forth and trust you and Father, in the name of Jesus, that she will only trust your voice and the other voices, Father. I cancel those voices right now in Jesus' mighty name, Father. Give her an ear, Father, to hear your voice, Father, and continue to trust you and rely on you and only you, Father. And anything that's not like you, Father, I cancel it right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, I thank you for what you're doing in her life and what you're going to do in her life. This day, and Father, we give you praises, we give you glory, we give you honor, and Father, I seal this prayer by the taunting blood of Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. I can see that. Amen. Amen. You, 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 you are blessed, young lady. You yes. are blessed uh, to be able to get this released over your life. And yes. one of the things that amazed me about some of your people online, you know, you needed it. But you were scared to. Uh, you would never. You would never accomplish what God has for you. Amen. Listen, I don't care what nobody think. I'm, uh, me and my wife we flow this way. When God speaks something, we try to be the first. We try yes. to be the first in everything. If, if we're in church and, and we have a, a guest speaker and they and ask for an offering, we try to be the first. Yeah. I like being the first <laughs> because that gives the first or do the first, they get the first blessing. So you get not scared, whatever the case may be, and you just missed out. Some Amen. of you on this line really missed out today because God had a blessing for you. Uh, when I say blessing for you, I'm not personal. Now, you already blessed by be- being on the line today, but you could have got a direct word spoken over your life, your circumstances, and situation. But let me share this with you. You, I would lay, I would lay hold on this thing, grab this thing. What has been spoken? Our time is up. We got a few seconds left. Uh, Evangelist Spence, I want to let you know. Uh, I thank God for you, the grace of God, the anointing of God upon you. Amen. And uh, and I pray that uh, God will continue to manifest Himself in you and through you in a greater dimension. So I know you got to go back to football practice. He, he's coaching right now, and he took out time to be with us. And I just want to let you know I thank God for you. Amen. Thank you, too. Thank God Let me you. give you all these announcements real quick here. All right. Don't forget, November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, this, uh, the Encounter of the Supernatural at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Uh, that's, um, the 9th, 10th, 11th, and that Saturday is going to be at 4 p.m., but an hour and a half going to have a prophetic presbytery to be able to minister to you prophetically on that Saturday. If you know anybody in the Orlando area concerning um, uh, uh, the prophetic training we're going to be having up there in uh, the Orlando area, Mount Dora, go to the website. Have them to call in. Have them go to the website, ejmpcc.com. Sign up. We're looking for a powerful move of God there. 
Do not forget our meetings uh, t- uh, tomorrow. We'll be back at 6, uh, 6 p.m. again. Uh, we're going to have another guest tomorrow, uh, uh, tomorrow evening uh, at 6 p.m. this Wednesday, Captain, myself, Thursday, Captain, and then Friday, myself, and Saturday, we'll be back with, with the prophetic. God bless you. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Look forward to being with you on tomorrow. God bless you. Bless you.